that long day behind you. Good times lie ahead with company worth keeping. That'll bash a smile on your head. Come on in, the doors open. You'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and let our stories your ear. Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern. Here you're always welcome. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Promising beer and bed love. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Music, medicine, then some. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. The song's Welcome to Talk of the Tavern. I'm Travis Sivard, and my advice is tonight for this episode of Talk of the Tavern is Dunhill 965 English Tobacco in a S Italian Savinelli pipe in the Canadian shape. So there we go. I am just international all by myself. What do you got, Rachel? Your, your vice is not like, you know, getting personal. <laughs> we'll listen to those two. Uh, I've got ice water, despite it dropping 20 degrees from yesterday. So and it's like 80 I've now? Almonds <laughs> I've got some almonds. I've got a, a real craving for some good nuts right here. Andrea. You called? <laughs> okay, so I have tea, like usual. And also, my other vice tonight is Hollow Taco and Zyler the Cat that was sent to me by the lovely Maria. I love this nail polish. What about you, Ed? I, for my advice tonight, um, uh, went, went to Rapid Anixology this weekend. I have a yummy, they call it an 18. It's a yummy blend of Cabernet Blanc, Cabernet Franc, and uh, what else did they put in this? Oh, oh, Merlot. It's really yummy, and I'm having it along with, it looks like a couple of fruit flies, so, oh well. Protein. <laughs> Well, fruit flies and grapes go together like protein and sugar. Anyhow, um, Bree says, I have yo mama for my vice, but I also have my cherry Pepsi. My mama had nothing to do with her cherry for many, many years. And then apparently Bree also has nuts for her vice. Doesn't mention almonds or anything. Um, and Maria has arguing with her brother for a vice tonight. And also she has Mike Hard. Lemonade. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Sorry, I, I didn't see the last word there, Maria, but good for you either way. Um, and by the way, she says, fun fact, that polish is out of stock right now. Um, it's because it's a pretty sparkly orange. I think it's great that Maria has my card and Brie has my mama nuts. and nuts as her vices. So anyhow... Um, Let's do an opening toast for tonight's thing. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Here's to dumbasses leaving the room. Just go do it somewhere else and not publicly <laughs> alone. You want me to leave? So tonight we have a couple of things we want to talk about. And the first thing I'm going to mention, we're going to talk about second. Warning labels. On products we're gonna to get to that though first I want to talk about an article that uh, Andrea I think you found this one right nobody knows there was a mom in Texas hee-haw who went viral giving a warning to parents against hocus-pocus 2 saying it will unleash hell on your kids and in your home 
Now, Jamie Gooch, great name, by the way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we live near Goochland. It's where our drive-in theater is. And also, I, I always flash back to uh, different strokes with Arnold. The Gooch was the bully that would bully Arnold. Um, oh, it's also a name for a tank. What? It's in different so strokes. That's what tank. they called his taint. What episode was that? Uh. <laughs> I remember the getting taller, only the good die young, and the pedophile teacher. I don't remember the gooch taint. <laughs> Anyhow, okay, so. Gooch first warned parents about the film on social media and then went on local CBS affiliate television and was yeah uh, worst case scenario Gooch said is you unleash hell on your kids and in your home the whole movie is based on witches harvesting children for blood sacrifices by the way she's not wrong that was the first movie yeah it was both of them really uh do not watch this film, she continued. Everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any type of spell they want to. Anything could be coming through that TV screen into your home. Gooch also explained that her family had not participated in Halloween for four or five years because the thought of exposing her kids to darkness pains her. And the warning goes beyond just Hocus Pocus 2. She thinks all parents need to be mindful of what media their children are consuming. Uh, and I'll stop reading the article there. There is a little bit more, but let's talk about it there. By the way, she's the core of her message is reasonable. Watch what your children are watching so you know yeah. what, what they're taking in. I love the core message. Yeah. The level she took I, I, it to. Wow. Yeah. I can agree with the core founding. Like, you know, you should be invested in your kids, especially what they're taking in and what they're imitating. Right. But, like, it's make-believe. This is the same thing when they said Harry Potter uses real spells. Look, yeah. I've picked up many a stick. This Hufflepuff has never been able to cast <laughs> a single spell, okay? I have used Latin words for all kinds of shit. Nothing ever levitated, disappeared, or exploded. It's if there's Andrea's wand right now. Um, oh, hold on. We're having a wand battle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ed, don't pull out your wand, mister. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> Well, that's exactly what happened if you pulled it out. I was getting ready, man. <laughs> now, we had made these like a couple of years ago. I've got a whole collection. It was like me and my nieces. that We just took some chopsticks and some super glue and paint and made wands. Nice. See, Ed's is also 12 inches in brown. <laughs> that's only half of it. <laughs> <laughs> just a tip. Oh. Um. So Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's play this the other way. Okay. If there's any spoiler, whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Santa. What? What about the Santa movies? Oh yeah. So if your young children are watching Talk of the Tavern right now, we're about to help them grow up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say, why are they even listening? Oh, no. We will teach him how to swear and drink and the truth about how your parents lie to you through your whole childhood. About one I mean, thing or another. Oh my God. Whether it's sex or Santa. Santa the tooth fairy. What? Wait, Andrea. Remember? Mm -hmm. Bestie. Bestie. 
Have you seen the commercial for Violent Night? No. No, I'm curious. It's a bad Santa movie. It's just stupid, like violent humor. And I'm so excited. I have not been excited to see a movie in so long, but I want to see this one. This is this tangent, like, but sorry. Yeah. is this Bad Santa 3? No, it's called Violent Night. Okay. I'm just, and it's just. Well, there was the Bad Santa 1 and 2 movies. Yeah. No, but they were. I didn't yeah, like them. Right? Yeah, as much as I, I like dumb humor, that was not my kind of dumb humor. It's, it's like if Die Hard and John Wick, but Santa Claus. Oh, I want to see this. Die Hard's a Christmas movie? Yeah, this is we're watching this as holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> it's out December 2nd in theaters only. I, I have not been to a movie theater since 2018. I'm going to go to a movie theater on December 2nd. <laughs> We can take it to the drive-in. We have a drive-in. Mm. Makes me sad that drive-ins are only an American thing because no one knows the joy of just sneaking in as much food as possible to just hoard out in your car and not have to listen to other people on their cell phone while you watch your movie. Yeah. And you don't have to wear pants. Yeah, that's no. the best part. You don't. <laughs> Come to think of it, so they never have craned their head down to check, have they? Mm-hmm. And you just put a sock puppet on certain things, and they never know when it peeks over the edge of the window. It's my wand. <laughs> That's an anaconda in your car. Um, so I love Bette Midler. She mm. is awesome. And is she really that powerful? She could cast a spell on everybody through the TV? I'm bewitched by her every movie, so... <laughs> Well, that's true. So maybe there is something to this article. One of the first things people notice about me when they meet me is my handlebar mustache. It's big. It looks like a perma smile on my face, and it really makes people react. I mean, I have strangers walk up to me all the time and say, I love your mustache, or, oh my God, how did you do that? I've had younger people walk up to me and say, hey, can I touch your mustache? I want to see what that feels like. Of course, I was pre-COVID, so maybe that's different now. But my point is, having a handlebar mustache is something that adds a touch of class to you. It adds finesse and a mystique that other people are drawn to. It adds an old-timey sense of fashion that even when you're wearing your most modern clothing, my workout clothes or whatever, It gives a little something extra to your appearance that makes people drawn to you. So the one product I've used since I first started testing mustache waxes, and I tested like a dozen of them for a book I was writing, Steampunk for Simpletons. The one I chose that was the best was Firehouse Mustache Wax. That wax helps my mustache keep its shape all day long. I've worked in restaurants And still, at the end of an 8 or 10 hour shift, working in the kitchen, my mustache still has its shape and body and volume. It's an incredible product. And if you're interested in trying Firehouse Mustache Wax, then go to firehousemustachewax.com. That's firehousemustache, M-O-U-S-T-A-C-H-E, wax.com. And use the code TRAVIS15 to get 15% off your order. You should try them out right now. This stuff is incredible. 
And if you need tips on how to shape it or use it or grow it, you let me know and I'm going to help you out. That's firehousemustachewax.com and use the code TRAVIS15. And uh, happy waxing. So what's really kind of weird is that you get like the one crazy parent or like the one crazy person that's so extreme about something that they go viral. And then people start getting into their heads that anyone that's like in a similar like agrees ever so slightly like, yeah, I don't want my kids looking at this because of X, Y, Z reason. Doesn't even matter what it is. But you have mildly agreed with them that now outside people have this internalized thing that. There's a bunch of crazy people out there. Well, it's just the one. Well, I'm one of the crazy right? people. I say you should know everything your kid is taking in, even in their teens, sure. yeah. up to a point in their teens. Um, mm-hmm. Even if you're not going to stop them, you should at least be aware of what they're taking in. And as for acting things out that they see, I'd be more worried about them acting out some of that shit on daytime TV, whether it's soap operas or. I don't know who's out now. Montel, Maury, Regis. I don't know who. I don't, I don't think they're out anymore. Even the stuff That's on the happening. view sometimes, I'm just like, oh, I wouldn't want my kid to see that. This this is really nothing new. There's There's been attacks on Halloween for as long as I can remember. It's just. Yeah, yeah like Salem in 1693. Yeah. That was actually. We just have social media, so. Um. You know. You guys know about how Halloween actually started, right? Well, a couple hundred years ago, and I'm bored. (laughs) It was it was just some woman who like wanted to preserve her garden, so she's like consolidate all the mischief to one night a year, and it surprisingly worked. Oh, it's got Halloween was candy companies. (laughs) I think that came afterwards, but like it's got nothing to do with anything nefarious other than stay off mischief until this one night then like go ahead and be mischievous but and it's all to protect her garden and i think that's just so hilarious there, there was a blend of a few things that created halloween including mm-hmm. the you know uh staving, in the celtic culture right staving off the evil spirits um as well as the I'm trying to remember where it came from, where the where the kids would go around and get a treat, but they different cultures wore the masks to keep spirits away, and that turned into Evil, yeah. going house to house to scare the spirits away from the house, and that came down to you would give a treat to the costumed people so, for doing it. You dress up to blend in, so they do, you dress up to blend in with the ghosts and goblins and demons, so they don't drag you back across the veil. You leave treats out on the doorstep to appease them on their journey back. And then it came as to the people dressing up. They just went door to door and there you go. And then probably one of the president's wives made it official in, you know, 1903 or something like that in the U.S. Like with the birthdays. Right. And the Christmas tree. Like with Christmas. Yep. And the wedding dress. And that damn ring that men are expected to buy. Which one? We have a couple of them. And I want to read some comments That's an American here. thing. I've been ignoring the chat here. Uh, lots of comments on Ed's wand. Um, well, of course. 
a lot of uh, amazed silence also, just so you know. Oh, one cute thing about your wand is uh, Bree says, you're a wizard, Ed. Mm. Wiggles <laughs> eyebrows. Yeah, he is. Um, let's see here. I'm Maria's... No one, like, wish and click with regards to Ed's wand. <laughs> <laughs> Maria says, I mean, if she doesn't want her kids watching the movie, they don't have to, but that doesn't mean she has a right to how others parent. And earlier, Maria had pointing out she shouldn't let her kids watch anything Disney. Sleeping Beauty was even in the Disney version about a man coming to kiss a woman who was basically dead. We could look at Beauty and the Beast with kidnapping and Ariel with... Yeah, it's we have all kinds of wonderful classic movies that are heartwarming nostalgia that at the mm -hmm. core is no worse than harvesting children for blood. Because if you've been around other people's children, I think most of us have had that urge at some time. Yeah. <laughs> but you never take their blood. No, no, I don't. They just, in Hocus oh, Pocus, they in the movie. give them a potion and they suck out their life. Not their blood. Yeah. They're not anything, vampires. If anything, they're just sucking out their chi. So. Mm. Cheese? And if you get more than one, then you mix it together and make cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's the other thing. You just melt it. The other thing we want to discuss is warning labels. Because... You know, we could we could point out CDs and movies. Movies have warning labels on them. Rated R, mature audiences, sex, violence, drugs, rock and roll, um, whatever potential triggering things we have. And the chemicals under our sink have warning labels. And our toaster has a warning label to not shower with it. Our mixer Damn it. has a warning label on it. You want to talk about that one? Just underscore a underscore what, Andrea? I'm wondering who, who was showering with their toaster? Who? Well, who wasn't? <laughs> Anybody who stays here for more than a week, I'm like, do me a favor. Wash this while you're in there. Because <laughs> you're apparently not getting the hint. Yeah. Mixers have a warning label to not put it in your mouth while it's on. Damn it. The sad thing is somebody did that. Right. Yeah, that's why there's that's... a warning label. I feel like that needs to be in a horror well, movie. So not that they did that, but they did that and then sued the company. Kind of like with the hot coffee, caution hot coffee mm -hmm. on the cups. Because somebody did that. By the way, a little more research in that hot coffee thing. And yes, as ridiculous as this is, that coffee in particular, that case, was an extreme case. Just just for any listener that doesn't know, the lid was not on tight. The water was above the recommended temperature for hot coffee. It did spill into her lap, popping open, and caused serious injury to genitals and inner thighs. Um so yeah we all throw our hands up at that one and and frivolous lawsuits but it sounds like after a little more research that mcdonald's coffee thing might be like what you hear want to know more go to travissivart.com check out his books his podcasts and all the other things he does
a little one. It's uh, but yeah, warning labels. Uh, Ed, what do you think about warning labels? Thank God they're there, right? To keep us all safe from ourselves. Let them, let them shower with the toaster. Let them eat the Tide Pods. Hey. Oh my God, the Tide Pods. Yeah, the Tide Pods. Let them, the Tide let Pods them, had a warning label and people did it anyway. They did it anyway. They let took them do it, it as let a challenge. Let's, let's <laughs> clean out the fucking gene pool, all right? It's TikTok. Just blame TikTok. Can we sue them? It was peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Maria says, my hand sanitizer has a warning that it's for external use only. Like, why would I make it internal? Hand sanitizer and douche for all your sanitary needs. <laughs> it burns, but in the good way. Wait, what? Bree says... What was the latest? The fucking meat with mouthwash or something? Do they have meat-flavored mouthwash? Because I think a lot more guys would use mouthwash. What, Ed? Meat-flavored... Somebody giving a, somebody else a blowjob while holding mouthwash? Ooh, mouth or ah. something? I mean, wait, 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 wait. I think, I think I heard about this. Was it the thing that, like, you took mouthwash and you put it, like, where you were going to fry your meat and then... It like the heat evaporated and caused like some sort of chemical steam and people were passing out or some shit. Why would I fry my meat in mouthwash? I don't know. That's the question. fresh. Why? Uh, yeah. This is sound appetizing. Rachel, it sounds like you might be on the right track. Bria is like, no, I can't remember, which is why she brought it up. Apparently, they were mixing meat with a chemical that was really stupid. Now, was the person stupid? Was the mix? meat stupid or was the chemical really stupid you're not clear there's no punctuation i don't know where that sentence is going <laughs> i don't know what to think educate me my meat is not stupid damn it <laughs> no it's not putting that out there. <laughs> you're always putting your meat out yeah <laughs> there there's so many dumb things in the world that i wonder like how did we survive as a species like how did we get here intact with seven billion of us like yeah yeah and you know when we have things like people put their young children in the back of a pickup truck and they do donuts in a parking lot and they're surprised when the child is thrown from the back of the pickup truck oh we did that all the time in the jungle <laughs> it's great fun <laughs> I'm only half joking. Because there's trees okay. to stop you if you're thrown from the truck. <laughs> okay, I I just googled meat and mouthwash, and I I don't think it brought up the right thing because there's new bacon condoms. Well, <laughs> stop browsing Pornhub for your searches, okay? Okay, maybe that's what it was. I'll I'll just come back Wait, to the show. Are they condoms <laughs> made condoms? out of bacon or are they bacon just flavored latex? I, I just closed it. I'm not going back there. So Ed would need like five pounds of bacon. <laughs> no doctor. I said like, it was really, a rasher of bacon. That, that depends on if it's like butcher cut or thin cut bacon. I don't know. I don't want bacon flavored condoms. I mm, no. I'll get shit bitten off that way. Mm -mm. 
what is see, Bree's on the opposite side of that. Bree's like, can you eat the condoms? Is the condom edible? If they're going to make a bacon flavor condoms, it better be edible. No, it better be oh, true proof because. <laughs> That's the real hocus pocus. <laughs> oh, God. Not while I'm drinking. <laughs> All I know is Rachel said poke us. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Google's algorithms really fucked up that time. <laughs> okay, so uh, where is, were we? Is there anything we should have warning labels on? No, no. Me. <laughs> I would imagine if people came with warning labels, that would save me so much time. I remember when I was a kid, we had a coal burning stove in our house, and my dad used to say, hot. I didn't know what the fuck that was, until one day I reached out and touched it, and I learned the meaning of hot, okay? So, the warning label does no good, because people still going to do stupid shit anyway, obviously, they eat Tide Pod. Do we all remember jarts? Lawn darts? Yeah. They're a dart about... 12 inches long with like huge plastic flights on it and a like four inch metal tip. Okay. We had these. Mm-hmm. Nobody I know ever got hit with one because it was a huge fucking metal dart. You did not <laughs> throw them at each other because they were a huge metal dart. Mm-hmm. Just saying, plastic bags, you did not put them on your head because you couldn't it's breathe. A bag. Right. Hey, Trin, thank you so much for that sub. Trin Appreciate that. Music lover just subscribed. There you to you. Anybody remember Slip and Slide? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With yeah. the metal sticks that would stick up. Do not put it on concrete because you run it. <laughs> Ow. It hurts just thinking about it. I I think I only lived in a place where there's concrete for like five years of my life, and the rest of my life has been there's no concrete anywhere, so that's not. Oh, you're so lucky. It's just like dirt or grass. I remember I lived in Mississippi for a while, and we didn't have a slip and slide. I I was 18, visiting my aunt and my cousin, Mm -hmm. so we got a roll of black plastic, like four foot wide. 30 foot long and put two of them together. The first thing you learn is when you're putting the two of them together, make sure the top one goes on top of the bottom one. Otherwise you go right underneath the second layer. So you've got to make sure you have that right. And that garden hose, you've got to put it on a mister so it covers the whole thing. Because if you just flop it on there, you've got one little trickle going down the middle. And if you're not on that, that is black plastic. You are sticking and grilling. You know, when you scored the story, I hoped it went in this direction, and I have 10 out of 10 review right there. It was everything I hoped for. <laughs> <laughs> Buy Travis's books. Where can we find them? <laughs> TravisSivard.com. <laughs> or just Google me here. Go to Amazon. Search for my name. I'm everywhere. 
Except out inside your window in the bushes. That wasn't me. You can't prove shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so Maria says, the town does that. They put a very long mat down the tallest hill that has a few bumps. And during Fun Fest, they put the hose on, some soap, and the kids have a great time. The soap would have been a good idea. That would have been a nice addition. Yeah, yeah. very good idea. But yeah, a little too country. That sounds like good. That sounds like good, clean, wholesome fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was when um, my aunt lent me the beat up red pickup truck, and I took. Keep in mind, I was eighteen, maybe seventeen at the time. She gave me the keys and went, hey, why don't you just drive into Memphis and see a movie with the neighbor kid who's like 13, whose name was Travis also, but he went by Bruiser. It was like a movie title alone. It was like, Travis and Bruiser go to Memphis. Because this was during all the Pee Wee Herman movies and the Ernest Goes to Camp movie. Travis and Bruiser go to Memphis. Dumb and dumber. Ish, ish. It's, you know, you got this meek, shy little 17-year-old that they gave this big old blum, 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 red pickup truck with rust patches. See, my, my aunt also had a horse farm, Rachel. She raised horses and bred dogs and, you know, lived on a trailer in the middle of 20 acres or something like that. It sounds lovely. When I was younger, it was lovely. As I got older, I realized perhaps a little house cleaning might be in order. <laughs> Nicole, oh, speech, what? While while we're on the subject of warning labels, that's been a huge thing with equestrian girls is that they just will self medicate with horse meds. This is before the ivermectin nonsense. This is just something that women. Um, in particular, it's women who own thoroughbreds and quarter horses. I don't know what that is, but they have the biggest tendency to self-medicate with their horse's medication. Now, keep in mind, this medication is intended for something 500 pounds to 1,000 pounds. It's not intended for your little 150-pound ass. It's not. And it's just like, the warning labels don't do any good for them. They just, they just ignore it. They'll read it for their animal, but for themselves, they're like, it's probably fine. Don't put that in your ass. <laughs> so they're taking horse suppositories. <laughs> <laughs> we went straight and from Ed. That's a lot of crap. <laughs> went straight from Ed's <laughs> wand to that. It's all about insertion, baby. It's part of the same thing. <laughs> Then again, just a regular horse pill, a literal horse pill would probably be the size of a suppository for a person. It's a, Okay, let's get some closing thoughts on warning labels and crazy people warning about movies. Andrea, you got anything? Let's get rid of the warning labels. Population control. Ed? I'm with Andrea. Blah, 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 blah. Rachel? Yes. Just ignore them both and hope for the best? I don't know. <laughs> that seems like the message of the show. 
Okay, and I'll roll the closing music and give my thoughts on a closing toast. Here's what we're going to say. You point at the stove and say hot. When your kid touches it, you get to say, I told you so. And next time you'll fucking listen to me, won't you? That's how we learn. That's how we teach our children. Uh, warning labels? If you need a warning label, then you're not the type of person that's going to read a fucking warning label anyway. Here's to nature sorting it out. Thank God it sometimes does. Because we're insensitive assholes. We'll see you on the next episode.